This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. We are more than a week into 2019. Yes, I said 2019. I've hardly written it yet because I keep writing 2018. And it's time to scratch off your DIY itch. It's a uh, brand new year, and it's full of opportunities uh, to make your home the place you know it can be. And today we share some of the top DIY regrets. Wait a minute. That's kind of backwards. But no, really. There's a reason why you want to know the regrets. There's <laughs> Learn from my own mistakes. Right, right. Um, and, you know, maybe for the new year, I should state uh, what it is that our roles here are, uh, Dell, you and I. And it, it, okay, okay. Those roles are you guys actually put food on the table doing this for a living. We try. Right, right. <laughs> and I... Uh, break my wife's stuff. Okay. And that's how I play into this. I got you. Right, yeah. So uh, you got to have both sides. That's right. Anyway, you can join the conversation with us by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are the holidays, fellas? (laughs) Well... You know, the holidays are great, uh-huh. but, but I'm telling you, I am so glad they're mm-hmm. over. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. literally, you get nothing done. You can't well, do nothing. In the construction world, nothing happens. Now, let's be really honest. Okay, <laughs> let's be real honest here. I did see pictures of Dell on a cruise ship at one point. I did, too. That's <laughs> right. So, That's, so, right. So, That's a great time to take one. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So... Um, but anyway, this is uh, the first of the year. It is a time where you kind of look around, and especially, you know, uh, this past weekend actually ended up being decent for, you know, 20 minutes. After about three weeks of yes. rain straight, yes. mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to kind of open up the windows, look around, and get some air inside the home. Uh, but, you know, when you open those windows, whenever you turn on the lights, you start to see the cracks, yep. you know? Well, so. y- you know, the New Year's almost like a mulligan. Yeah. You know, it's a do-over. <laughs> Your, your slate is clean. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm not doing that again. No, no. So, yeah, it's it's like a mulligan. We've got a couple of those things on this show that we're going to talk about later uh, <laughs> regarding uh, what things have tri- uh, what people have tried in the past and, and whether it worked well or not, would they do it again? Yeah. That's yeah. A, you know, it's always a good question. And, and I will say uh, in, in that vein – I, I was installing a, a stereo for my daughter this this weekend in a car or last mm. weekend, and that was uh, yeah yeah that's a challenge. It, well, you know, I mean, I've done that uh, several times. It was one of those things as a kid I grew up doing. I was I was the guy that helped you put in your stereo as a kid. So, but anyway, um, I installed that stereo. But I always tell people when you're starting these things that you have an idea in your head of what you think it should cost and how long you think it should take. Right. And what I would like you to do 
is stop mm-hmm. making those assumptions because you're just hurting yourself. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, nine times out of ten, it's going to be more expensive and take longer. Well, and this is yes. what I've learned. Let's say, okay, I got said new stereo in. I'm going to install it. Well, do you have all the tools to start with? Let's just start there. Okay. Right. All right. Let's say I have a couple of tools and I think I can make it work. Okay. All right. Let's start there. Well, that's, by the way, wrong way to go there, but that's where you can start. You know, mm-hmm. okay. I, I got a couple of tools. I think I can make it work. Let's go. All right. Well, we get in there, and now I have to. I see there's some wires I'm going to have to splice. Uh, well, now I need uh, some method of doing so. Yeah, some sure, adapters. You know? Right, right. Uh, so you go to the store, and you got to get these things that can make sure that the wire splices are good in an auto, and it's you know has all these specifications to it. And then you have to get the crimper to put that thing on, and then you, you know the, all that stuff goes into it. By the time you're done, you've spent what the guy at the car stereo shop would have spent right. putting the thing in. Well, yeah, yeah no, you and faster. You, you've all, you've <laughs> automatically spent an hour, right? And you hadn't done anything yet, right? So now what I have is scads of tools, equipment, and supplies to put in many, many car stereos. Yeah. Only I've now run out of cars to put them in. <laughs> well, then, and then, and then, and then, daughter says, "You know, Dad, I've got to be somewhere in thirty minutes. How much longer is it going to take you?" Right, exactly. Yeah, can you can you go ahead and get the rear camera lined sure. up? Dad? Can you get that yeah. going for sure. me? I got to go. Whatever. <laughs> Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Dell, how'd yours go, man? Man, everything's been lovely. I mm-hmm. um, once again, I worked up until the last minute. Being the Scrooge I am, and uh-huh. um, then I realized it's the holidays, so just to, you know, enjoy that time. And like I said, we we did work up to the last minute, and um, then we took some time off, and now we've started again in the new year. Um, back at it, you know. Um, well, let me let me ask you guys both because I, you know, it, I, I feel like it rained for gosh a solid month. I do too. I, I mean, it really did. And, and well, let me ask you guys: do, do you tend to get more calls after everything gets waterlogged? Of course, like people that. You know what I'm saying? It rains to want to fix roof leaks or yeah. drainage or whatever the problem is. They knew they had. <clears throat> now they want to fix it. You know, at least now that look it's at it in the rain. Right. Well, I guess that shows up in the rain. But you know, they a lot of the problems. It. Well, yeah, a lot of them. Some of them knew, mm-hmm. and and then and then some did not, and it, it was a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think we tend to get more calls. Um, yes, and this right. last rain was kind of over and over. So some leaks won't show up on the first little rain or the first hard rain, but once it just soaks, yeah, and just everything rains, gets saturated, rains. man. You know, in Mississippi, water store coming through the walls like, everywhere. If I'm the kind of per- if I have a, one of those businesses, you ever see the guys driving around? They do the landscaping, you know. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. You know. If I was one of those guys and I knew how to do like French drains, Mm -hmm. I would go to that neighborhood and your section of Mississippi that floods because everybody's got it. And I would park my truck right there and wait for someone to hire me to put it in a French drain while it's raining. Because that's, I mean, so expensive. I know. know. And the the mistake people make is they don't go ahead and put a big enough drain system in. You know, I'm just going to do half around the house. Sometimes it's best to go ahead and, and make um, a canal city, you know, go ahead and go all the way around the house, um, retainer walls. I mean, go all out. You know, you really got to slow the water and, and control the way that it falls. Right. Okay, uh, we're going to take a uh, email here real quick. Well, let me give you the number first. Number to call if you want to uh, start a project, get in the middle of a project, or just ask a question. 877-MPB. 
ring. It's 877-672-7464. Okay, um, got an email in from Evelyn. And here we go. She says, we have a basketball goal that we wish to remove. My guess is that it's anchored in concrete as opposed to just in the ground. You're right. Sure, you're right, Evelyn. That's probably probably fair to assume. What is the best way to remove it? Is it a DIY job, or is it better to hire someone? If DIY, what tools were my three older sons, 13, 18, 22, and husband need? (laughs) Husband needs a chair to direct traffic. Husband needs a chair and a (laughs) a, 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 a a soft drink. Right. (laughs) And 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 his his index finger. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You got three strong backs there. There you go. That's right. Beautiful. Um, You know what? Ma'am, there are a couple of things to work with here. One of the things that you're going to need, your your biggest tool in this whole shebang is going to be shovels. Yep. Yeah. There's no way around this. Strong back and weak mind. That's right. (laughs) As bad as that sounds. (laughs) Nothing uh, more than digging here, ma'am. That's That's, yeah. It's definitely something y'all can do on your own. Right. And and then, of course, you can donate it. You don't have to throw it away. that's a good idea. Uh, there's a lot of people want that basketball goal. Really? Sure. That's a neat idea. Yeah, remember, I got I have three boys. Oh, I, yeah. I've had several mm-hmm. basketball goals. And I'm sure there's uh, uh, several charitable organizations you can donate them to. Sure. That's a great idea, Absolutely. Jeff. Absolutely. Very they, cool. They would love to have that. So, But they're not going to come out and get let's, it. Let's try to repurpose that if we can. Right. Uh, uh, you going to go to that in Java? Nah. Nah. Cool. You know, we're going to take a break real quick. It's time for us uh, to do that. And uh, we're back for 2019. And if you need some advice about your latest edition or home improvement, join the conversation at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we come back from our break, we'll uh, look at some common DIY regrets that you should have avoid in 2019. Uh, when should you do it yourself or when should you hire a pro? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. What renovations are you working on right now? Do you have any plans for your home in 2019? You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go to the phone real quick. Rick is on the line. He's driving through. What's going on, Rick? Hey, I work for a big company out in L.A. We do music gear. It's one of the major companies, and, and I do tech support. Yes, sir. And I help people with warranty. And first off, the guy on the other end of the phone can be your friend if you don't treat him bad to start off with. Uh-huh. But, but have your information. If you're calling about a product, have the name, have the model number, have the serial number, have your receipt. That's the stuff these people want to have. And if you have it... It's easier on them, so they make it easier for you. It's it's really strange. I've done this for 15 years, and when somebody opens, starts on the phone and starts yelling at you, you kind of get <laughs> yeah. It changes the attitude, doesn't it, Rick? Your friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I, I I love your program. I think it's needed. More people need to get behind the government and what they're trying to do in this repair bill, where they're trying to say. 
don't make it disposable. Make it so it'll last. And uh, amen to that. Right now. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I, I, you know, I thank you for listening to the show. I really appreciate it, Rick. You can, you can obviously tell where it, the know, passion is. There. It always makes me feel good, and, and y'all mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, when you're walking down the road, or you get a phone call like that, and they say, "Man, we really like your show." Uh huh. And, and I mean that. Yes. It's it's yeah. you know it's it's an hour out of our day. There's other things we could be doing, but I'm telling you, um, it, it, makes it is a difference. fun. It is fun. So thank you for saying that, Rick. Well, look at this. Uh, in uh, in 2018, Mississippi's number. We mentioned this uh, at one point. In 2018, Mississippi's number one home improvement search online was deck, patio, and porch edition. Right. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. Uh, same thing for a couple of other states, and some other states got different things. How many people do you think out of a hundred did these editions uh, did these editions? On their own, or they hired a professional. Mm. And here's some mm. of the top home improvement regrets oh, from a poll conducted by uh, ImproveNet.com. Let's see, and I'm not going to give these a number one. I've got four here. These are the top four. I'm not going to give them a number one. You decide what's number one. Um, installing floor tiles, one of the top regrets, regretted mm. DIY projects. I can I can see that happening. Why is that? Well, there's a certain place you Man. want to start on your knees. There's a certain. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. There, there's a there's a certain place you want to lay that very first tile, right? And if you don't do that by the time you figure that out, uh-huh. oh man, oh you've laid several tiles. Uh huh. You need a layout. I, I see that. Okay. You need a proper layout before yes. you start. Okay. All right. Uh, another thing. Let's see. Some of the top home improvement regrets. Replacing the ceiling, I can tell you, mm. I, I, mm. I never want to do that. My arms are hurting. Right now. I know. Just thinking about it, we Dell and I used to talk about this at length when we first started the show about the hardest work you can do in constructions over your head. Yeah, yes. Uh, and it's just nothing requires more strength and endurance than yes. anything over your head, and you don't even have to be holding anything. True. Yeah, just just hold, hold your arms up for up. ten minutes. Yeah. You know, it is. It's terrible. Yeah. That's so, the common mistake people make. Now, when we come out and talk about designs, we're standing, we're free. Right. Nothing's in our hands. But you're looking at being on your knees for hours, or you're looking at holding and assembling things up for hours. And and you never put into account of the physical ability that it's going to take to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's always exhausting. left out. Um, refinishing hardwood floors. Wow. Doing that yourself. That's a, that is a big job. I've, I've seen professionals do that. That's right. Hardwood yeah. floors, and that's a that's a big job for pros. But they but they've got the equipment. They know what they're doing. We make it look easy. That's all. It's not. But boy, you can make some real goof ups. Yes, you on can. Hardwood one, floors. One of my best hunting buddies um, does that for a living, and uh, it's work. Let me tell you. Uh-huh. Sometimes your tools don't have the proper safety on it, and they just cut on or guards into the floor. Right. You know, don't stop when you think they should. And we're talking about the uh, top home improvement regrets from a poll in ImproveNet.com. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, one of the other regrets 
is installing carpet. I tried to do this one time <laughs> in my life. This is another one of those situations. Remember when I was just speaking about, boy, you got to go get some tools that, you know, and installing carpet is the thing that if you've never seen it done, if you've no, never used no. the tools, you are absolutely flying blind. Yeah. Even if you've seen it done, you might not know the little tricks to it. I've cut it twice and it's still too short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. it's absolutely maddening. Yes, and, and well, what Jeff was laughing about, I've cut it quite uh, twice and it's too short. The you know the old joke about uh, measure twice and cut once. Man, it, it, once you once you put that blade to carpet, yes, it's it. it. Too late. <laughs> right, and the carpet's got to be laid a certain way with the. Um, Fabrics and design sure, going right. to line up, sure. and it has to be pulled Man. tightly enough so that. It, and, you know. and two, you want to make sure that that slab is at um, is at temperature, because mm-hmm. y- you can you can tell carpet that has been laid in a cold house. When, oh, it, really? when it when it warms up, you will have a wrinkle in that carpet. Oh man, and it's very you. hard to get out. It's a trip. Um, it, the, the, oh the my slab gosh, needs are you to serious? Be at temperature, absolutely. I have um, never heard that yep, before in my life. Right. That is fantastic. So so, okay. So carpet that's laid on a a, a cold slab, a cold slab, or, or a cold floor at all, right? So it uh, trip you. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the house needs to be conditioned we'll call it uh-huh whatever that condition is right. needs to be conditioned wow that's amazing i can say this um we got some carpet through um when jeff wife came out and measured it off and mm-hmm. the carpet crew came out mm-hmm. they were very professional okay laid it down all right no problem yet uh, gilbert's on the line in uh, carthage what's going on gilbert hey good morning fellas hey very good good what's going on i got a, <laughs> I got a humongous project on my hands that it's better to do on my for myself, since I'm unemployed at the time, okay, I decided to fix up my house. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to remove uh, the siding and replace it, and doing that right now, that's no problem. But I wanted to add a uh, garage to the side of it, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. How do you lay the, I don't know, 2 by 12s or 2 by 10s that are going to be the roof for the garage? across and attach it to the siding or to the side of the house. Oh, okay, you're talking about where where yeah, how you would attach those to the house. They actually make brackets for that. Right. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about your ceiling um your ceiling joists? Yes. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Top plate. Something that you're going to attach your uh sheetrock to. Your yeah. ceiling this is outside. This is outside. No, 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 not the ceiling. The roof of the garage. The He's beams that go like a carport. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you're right. They they sell those uh, metal things that you would attach that to, but mm-hmm. just attaching those metal things to the siding. No. You know, no. It doesn't seem that strong. No. You need a low no, it's not. It's not. It's not going on the siding wall. now. All that siding is is makeup. Yes, it's 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 right. it's it, it makes the house pretty. You're gonna need to right. cut back to that other wall uh, top plate and tie in there. Maybe put some um, two befores under there and build a support for that beam. You know, like a post. Yeah, double plated wall. Gotta have or something. A, you gotta have a two by four wall that 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 roof structure and ceiling structure Can is going to set on. Right. Right. Yeah, because it should be bolted on there. I mean, it should be you know, nailed. You know, yeah. get, a, get a Simpson strong tie and and um, uh, 
Oh. Hard to describe over the phone how to right. how to teach framing, but um, <laughs> and, and, and it, well, you're right. But you can look up uh, oh, diagrams, yeah. sure. Oh, yes. And and I can tell you uh, that that the straps that you're looking for, like the hurricane strap type things that they're that are used, this metal these metal plates that are made to do this. Uh, you can find those just about anywhere, and, and they can point you to the right way on that. Yeah, you're going you're going you're going to cut your you're going to cut your roof rafter to set on top of that top plate. You're going to cut a notch in it, and it's going to yeah. set right down on top of that double plate, which yeah. is called your top plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your ceiling is going to also nail into that, running from one exterior wall to the other one. Yeah. Depending on that span is going to dictate what what size material you need. And do you want this to um, attach to the house where it seems there's no um, it just it looks existing. seamless? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's attaching this. So to you're going to need to tie, you're going to need to remove that wall where you can tie back to the sure. existing. That's right. And build that up with maybe two or three you know two befores in that same area that support that beam. Don't leave the beam just on the bracket. You're going to need some right. of it. Yeah, so, so you got I was going to put a t- cut back. two by 10 across and attach that to the studs of the wall. Yeah. The and you need to strengthen them. They might not, See, they were built for just your house, so now you're adding more right. weight, so you need to put two or three beside those to support your new beam. Yeah, you got to cut it back where you can get in there and work. Yeah, get, get some help on this, Gilbert. Do not do not be the pioneer on this. Okay, <laughs> someone has done this before you. Right. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, you you know the definition of a pioneer, right? Because it will collapse. That's the ones that gets the arrow in their back. Right. So, get 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 some help on this deal. You you live in Carthage. It's it's easy. Get some help yeah, get around there. Get a buddy to lay it out for you. All right, Gilbert. Appreciate it. You know that it, it, it makes you wonder. Uh, that's a that's a lot to do, Jeff. Yeah, let me by ask, yourself, yes, well, it is. Well, that's, let me ask you, Jeff, because um, you deal with this quite a lot. Is if let's say this guy builds that thing onto his house, mm-hmm. does uh, he then need to go to his insurance company and say, mm-hmm. "I have another structure"? He need to make sure he can build it first. Absolutely, right. absolutely. You need to. You need to. First of all, it needs to be permitted if you're inside <laughs> the city of Carthage. If you're outside, the county does not have permitting. Um, but uh, absolutely, notify your insurance company and let them know that you have increased the value of your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you do not, if you've got another structure hanging around on that site that is not. If they don't know it's there and it uh, comes off the ground and smashes into your house. Mm. Well, that and there's not a worse feeling when something happens to that investment and that homeowner learns that they're underinsured. And then I tell them, uh, you know, you're you're forty, fifty thousand dollars shy on your insurance check. Right. To get your home back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pre-incident, oh, that hurts. That's a uh, man. Yeah. That's a that's a. Sinking, Is there anything you can do though, feeling, Jeff? Right. <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and talk to Mike real quick before we go to break. And uh, Mike is in Booville. What's going on, man? Hey guys, uh, about single time on my house. Uh-huh. I don't have any leaks or anything yet. Mm-hmm. But my question is, uh, what's the pros and cons of either? Removing all the shingles or going with another layer? Yeah. Easy. I only Easy. have one layer, 
So easy. Take it off. Yes. Never, yes. ever yes. do a roof over. Ever. Never do it. There's no there is you no value to that whatsoever. Except for the added weight to your uh, yeah. structure. <laughs> and you'll never find yeah, a leak. I, um, I think architectural uh, is Dale, 375 pounds a square or something? Yeah, you, it's, you're going to crush your house. I, I can't remember the, the actual weight. It's somewhere in that neighborhood, I think. I'm well, sure someone's going to call and right. tell and, me well, I'm Dale an idiot. But, brings up a very good point of uh, it's harder to find a leak. Yeah, if you have an issue, yeah, everybody yeah, know what? Just, the worst no, part about it, mm-hmm. it rots the new roof out. The yeah. old roof under there sweats the new roof out. So there's it's no not value at all. Even 10 yeah, years. There's, there's no value to that at all. Well, there you go, Mike. All right. Well, man, I'm glad I called y'all. That's going to save me a lot of money. There you, there go. you go. Less than 10 years, you'll be needing, you'll have roof problems right. on the new roof. Appreciate it, Mike. Have a good one. Okay, you know what? It's uh, it's time to go ahead and take a quick little break. Uh, we just shared some of the common home improvement regrets, and hopefully, you'll want to make these. Uh, you won't make these mistakes in 2019. Now, if you want any advice about home improvement project you're working on right now, join the conversation at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Sorry, I forgot where I was there for a second. During the break, trying to guess the number of hours on average a DIYer spends on research before and during their project. It's probably more than you think. We have the answer when we get back. We'll be right back. MPB listeners pay attention to quality. They look for quality in their work and their daily lives. If your business cares about quality customers... Look to MPB. Go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting for more information. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're looking towards 2019 and looking for your home improvement questions. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We went into the break. We were talking. uh, We had just spoke to a, a... a listener about putting shingles, new shingles, over an old, over the old shingles on a roof, and if one should do that, uh, the recommendation in the room was don't, do not put shingle over shingles. We've got Jim on the line though, and he's got a comment. What's going on, Jim? Uh, good morning. I have a follow up to that question, uh, and also I understand that the, your theme today is mistakes people have made. Uh, oh what, yes. What about putting a metal roof on top of asphalt shingles, gentlemen? Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you can do that. I've already done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and Jim, you 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 stripped it with with one by fours, and you put your metal roof on top of that. Yes. Correct. Yes. That's that's perfectly. Um, right. uh, roofing one hundred and one. You're fine. Right. Excellent. Oh, I feel much better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, let me. Ask, which way do you run the strips? Run them. Run them. Um, um, Parallel with your with your ridge. Okay, another another good piece of information. Thank you, man. Sure. All right. I'll enjoy my lunch a whole lot better. Uh, Thank there you. you go. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, and actually, those one inch strips uh, provide a purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dell, you want to tell them what the purpose is? 
Well, it 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 gives you a, a vapor barrier in between there. Right, air movement. Yes, yeah, and keeps it, moisture out, and it gives you um, something solid to nail, you know, to screw on to. Right, because screwing through the um, the shingles, you might not get a good bite. Right, <clears throat> and your roof just ripped right off. Okay, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. You know, we were talking before the break about some of these things. We we mentioned. Some of the home improvement regrets from a poll, which were installing floor tiles, replacing the ceiling. I never, ever want to do that in my life. Uh, Refinishing hardwood floors, installing carpet. Now, check this out. Here are the least regretted home improvement projects. So these right here are the ones where you get the most value. Install lighting. Oh, yes. Okay? Yes. This is what people say they regretted the least, installing lighting. Adding trees and shrubs. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, installing trim and molding. So maybe if you do some crown molding mm-hmm. or some new uh, baseboards, that sort of thing. And installing countertops. People seem to be most uh, you know, pleased with installing countertops. Those are comforting things. Now, uh, this and is, they're quick. Right. Uh, those yes. are quick. They are. They are. And they may – boy, a, a countertop just changes the whole room. It sure does. Room, Absolutely. You know, yeah. one Even shot. hardware. Right. Um, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you uh, what ways – people's projects went wrong and that's a really funny list but let's go to Kay real quick in uh clarksdale what's going on Kay? hi good morning gentlemen i have a shed uh a big shed mm-hmm. and oh, she, she. i had it totally re-roofed it has a metal roof on it with that blue insulation stuff underneath the yes, sheet sort of stuff mm-hmm. and it was done in 2011 due to hail damage mm-hmm. i have it is leaking. It's been leaking. The insulation puckers on the inside. I've gone back to the company and tried to get them fixed to fix it. They've given me things like, well, you have to go tighten the metal screws every year. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and I even took it to the Mississippi Department of Contractors this last year because it wasn't just that roof that screwed up. It was my house roof, too. Mm. which I have now had to redo at my own expense. Thank you very much. Wow. Um, How do I get this fixed? I mean, I can't have a leaking shed. It's a big shed. Right. It's like 50 by something. I have a metal roof. Mm -hmm. I am not going to be able to get up there and tighten screws or whatever. I think the screws are stripped. Mm -hmm. They just did a really bad job on this thing, and the damn thing is leaking. Are you? It shouldn't be leaking. Right. Um, so it sounds like you got nowhere with the board of contractors. I got nowhere with the board of contractors. You didn't, you didn't have a hearing? No, they wouldn't even give me a hearing. Well, let me, um, let's, 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 let's address and that problem. The, uh, the leak. 2011 replacement. And I had talked to roofers kind of good roofer. up until 2015. Okay. And so, and it is leaking now, Correct. Yes, actively okay. leaking. Okay. And the other one was leaking the, too, but I, I understand. had to get that fixed. I understand. Um, if I'm in your shoes, Kay, um, as strange as this sounds, I'm calling my insurance company. Uh, you, in my opinion, have a covered loss. Um, the insurance will, uh, will probably step in and then try to subrogate the, the contractor. After the fact, but really? that's that's. I think I think I would. Insurance company have quite a bit of push. Well, it's it's still insured. Right. It nevertheless, <clears throat> your roof yeah. is leaking. It is insured. So, 
Yeah. And she right. did say something about the hailstorm. Well, that's how uh, yeah, it got it there in the first place. Oh, okay. But it was just it properly was, in, it wasn't installed okay. properly. Well, I don't know that. So that's, that's that's what happened because uh, every roof was replaced in 2011. Right. And my last part on the house, I got replaced a few months ago because it was leaking and they wouldn't stand up by it, and they had to cut out, you know, all sorts of places that it was leaking and right. redo the subfloor. I, mean, I they, think they uh, I, th- I think you have an insurance. Yeah, I think today. Jeff's idea is probably the way to go there. Um, it's it, it, probably the only thing you've not yet done. To, yeah. to remedy this. So they'll send someone out. Yeah, so give that a shot. Uh, one thing I wanted to uh, mention here, we talked about this. Uh, when asked, when you're doing a project, how did your project go wrong? <laughs> here are the areas that people say that their project went wrong. Number one, 55% say, oh my gosh, this uh, <laughs> took longer than anticipated. My wife and I had this conversation this weekend when I said, hey, I'm going to go install the stereo. I'll see you at 12. She said, so I'll see you at 3? Right. right. Just now, <laughs> now right. On, on this one point right here, uh-huh. a hundred, and I'm making this up, uh-huh. 100% of yeah. the homeowners is blaming it on the contractor. Right. And 100% of the contractor is blaming it on the homeowner. Right. right. Oh, yeah. So 55%, the biggest problem, it takes too long. It took longer than anticipated. Well, and let let me say this. We had a big conversation earlier before the show, and we were talking about expectations and what people expect. And you told me this great story, Jeff, about – you walk in and and go and tell that yeah, story to me. Again. Listen, I've been doing this twenty years, <laughs> so you know you 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 walk in and the homeowner says, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe there's no way under the sun it can be that expensive." <laughs> right. Well, think about what you just said. I've been doing this twenty years, um, and in that twenty years, I've learned a few things. Right. Of how long it takes, how much we can expect to pay, mm-hmm. and the individual that just told me that there's no way it can cost that has never done it. Or researched right. out. So, <laughs> exactly. You don't, you don't know what the price now is. So, <laughs> as bad as this sounds, I don't really think that individual really and truly knows. They have just, in their mind, there's no way it can cost that much, well, and that's the money they've saved to do this project. Right. Well, so, let, well, let me let me make this a little clearer. As as the not contractor of the group, mm-hmm. let me explain something to the contractors of the group for the audience. Mm-hmm. Home Depot, or, or sorry, places tell me that I can do these things for cheap. Right. Oh, yeah. right. Well, okay. Now <laughs> listen, I, 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 I can prove my theory. Okay. Like uh-huh. I said, I've been doing this twenty years. I can hand you an insurance estimate, uh-huh. and the it never fails. The homeowner tells me, well, Jeff, there is no possible way. That's enough money. Right. I use the same software to estimate the same job. If it's non-insurance, right. Jeff, there's no way it should cost this. Right. It's pretty close. <laughs> well, it's, hey, it it's, depends on whose who pocket asking. that is yeah. coming out of. Well, and, and I think that's uh, – I think that's – that's important to know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who's paying is very important. Right. Yes. Well, uh, um, let's go to the phone real quick. John is in Mobile. Yeah, let's go. John, what's going on, man? Hi. Hello, Jason. Good morning. Love the show. Thank you, sir. Um, I had a question about um, drip caps on a roof since you were talking about roofs. Mm-hmm. It reminded me. Um, this 
roof was replaced years ago, and apparently the crew that did the job uh, did not know really what a drip cap was for. And in places, they installed it slap up against the fascia, and uh, it, that negates the purpose of the drip cap and even probably makes things worse when it rains, you know, all the rain we had lately. Mm-hmm. Um, can drip caps be removed once the roof is on? Uh, well, can, can they be replaced uh, or, or even uh, fixed once the roof is on? Are you talking about drip edge? Yeah, I guess. Okay, um, okay. The, yeah. The, the thing that How do you install uh, the flow properly? of water away from the fascia. Right. Yeah, it, the, 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 the drip edge goes directly um, up to the edge of the decking, be it, be it OSB, be it plywood, be it um, uh, lumber. It goes right to the edge of that, comes down over your fascia board about an inch, inch and a half, and then 45s out from there. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is not supposed to be pressed against the fascia board. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Uh, sure, it is. It, no. it's, it, it is supposed to. It, it's supposed to touch. It is supposed mm-hmm. to touch the edge of that plywood, uh, which is going to come right down over that fascia. Yeah, and well, go under the shingles. I had an authority. I, I was there's this very popular home renovation program that we all whose name we all know. Homes on and homes. They, <laughs> Come again? Nothing. Go ahead. Um, anyway, they, they had a demonstration of drip uh, drip edges, mm-hmm. and if it's up against the fascia board, you know the vertical fascia board. Sure. Uh, it uh, is almost as bad as having no drip at all. And if it's about, uh, let's see, I guess three quarters of an inch mm-hmm. away from the fascia board, then it does its job because the uh, the water. Uh, is kicked away from the fascia board. Wow, that's average. something else. The J on the bottom kicks the water out. The little four to five you're talking right. about. Yeah. That pushes it on out. And if you have a one by two on your fascia, will give you that space in there too. Oh, so, oh, one by two instead of you know you got the one by two then the one by six. So right. you're gonna have an extra inch right throwing out, and you can get under the drip edge that way. So it all depends on. John, I'm just going to have to go six. with what they just told you. All right. And, uh, yeah, we're and doing some research ho- right now. Yeah, um, uh, Jeff is currently watching a YouTube video. So, all right. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thanks, John. Let's, but the uh, main thing he wants is shingle overhang. Yeah, shingle overhang. Without that, it's no good. Okay. All right. Let's keep on going. Let's see. Uh, Jesse is on the line in Mobile. What's going on? Hey, why are you on the subject of roofing? Yes, sir. Whenever you're watching a show up north and they're doing a copper roof, uh huh, oh yeah. When you see the construction, there is no way in the world the thing will ever leak unless a hurricane shows up. Right. The screws are down; it's folded over. There is yes. nothing to get through solid copper. Then you come down south and you talk about metal roof. If it's a standard tin roof that everyone's granddad had, right? There's nails on the top of the ridges with either lead or some rubber that's going to give way right. mm-hmm. about five years in, and then we got leaks. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, if you spend a little more money, you get a panel of metal that looks like a shingle, and then you're screwing it down like you mentioned earlier on your one-inch slats. Huh. But that costs about as much as a luxury car. Most owners down here do not opt for that one. They get the standard... I'm going to put a nail or screw on the top of a ridge and hope it doesn't leak a couple of years from now. Right. 
My mom and most of her neighbors had that same scenario done, and the next thing you know, there's a water stain on the roof in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And good luck finding which nail hole above <laughs> that is the culprit. Right, right. Is there anything like a truck bed liner that will work <laughs> after the fact? Like a they rhino shield a, they, kind of thing? You have aluminum coat, you know, you can aluminum coat it, but it's still not a rot- waterproofer. You know, it just cools Mm -hmm. the roof. You know the aluminum coating? I mean, the only thing really is a a, a silicone-based, you know, kind of. Yeah, now that'll work, silicone, but it's very expensive. Very. About five gallons. Very expensive. Second part, inside the roof, about 4 o'clock in the morning, we'll hear what appears to be the pipes rattling. Is that water in the line from the hot water heater? That's a raccoon. A squirrel? (laughs) Give me a squirrel. (laughs) Um, It's in the same spot. Um, and it does it when the when you turn the faucet on. No, we're in the bed about four in the morning. All of a sudden, you hear. And it's the pipes, isn't it? Uh-huh. The only way that I've heard these guys say it on the show is getting in that wall and strapping whatever pipe it is to the to to the two by four. Yeah, to the stud. You know, you should have a hammer rester on on your on your. Laundry room feed should have one on your um, refrigerator feed. Um, they so is this the pipe insulation or the little strap that hangs from the ceiling when they're doing um, duct work? Um, well, we're talking two different things. Jason right. said strap the pipe, which, which yeah, the pipe needs to be secured. Uh, mm-hmm. But then a hammer arrester is something that, 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 that comes off of your Washer, washing machine box, a little bitty short piece of hose. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also, I hope a plumber will call in and clarify well. this. There's there's also something you can do at the water heater itself. Some type oh, really? of tap valve to release right. that pressure. Um, Must be a regulator of some sort. It's yeah. Our plumber did say that. Um, okay. You know what? We're going to have to defer, Jerry uh, or uh, Jesse. I will make sure to. Uh, all right, we've put it out there. If somebody out there, a plumber, knows what's going on, give us a holler. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. If you can help us with that particular call, let's uh, keep on moving. And we want to go to uh, Jerry. What's going on, Jerry? Hello, guys. I want to comment on what Jeff was saying about the homeowner not knowing what something would cost. Yes, sir. You have some contractors or handymen, they would charge you according to where you live, which is not <laughs> in a big house, nice neighborhood. So, they yeah. They would say they, they got money. They don't care what the price is. You know, the job is called <laughs> what the job is called. You know, I don't think that it's fair, but it does happen. Well, yeah, it, it happens. It and probably it, happens. I, I don't operate that way, but I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Luxury cars are like that. You're not going to pay the same thing for a little car yeah, as a luxury car. I mean, car. a contractor you know, should a contractor should charge the same thing. If it should you, be fair, depending on where you where you live, unless it's outside of your service area, should not impact your price. Oh, right. there you go. In my opinion, you heard it from um, the contractor himself. I mean, right. I, I use a particular piece of software, and I don't, I don't care where you live. I, I'm going to use that software to price your job. Right, but now if your house is three story, uh, twelve and twelve or eighteen well, and twelve, that's different. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm well, that's saying. That's part of the price. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. If you okay, but, I I know, but Jerry, I, you it, live it in that Jerry, type of home, right? you have mm-hmm. that type of maintenance. Jerry, I, I agree with you. 
I'm not I'm not disagreeing at all. Yeah. No. Well, and you know, we were talking earlier about uh, ways uh, that people's projects went wrong. I'm serious. Think about this. One of the things they said was 50 percent said it's physically harder than they anticipated it to be. You know, let me let me say this. One of the things mm-hmm. in the project, you know, we said we, we were joking about how everybody hates how it takes longer. Let me tell you something. I, I tried to do I did some uh, drainage uh, stuff a while back. Pick up a shovel one time <laughs> and, and just dill, dig an 18-inch deep trench to 10 feet. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> it, is, it is literally backbreaking. Mother Nature does not move easily. No, no. And then put some roots in the ground. Right. Oh, man. Another thing that was quoted was 48% of people said the job was actually technically harder than they had anticipated. This is this the reason why I wanted to say this stuff right now is that we've been talking about some of these things about whether you DIY it or pro it. And this is why the pros get paid, folks. Is that it it's harder. It it it's tougher. It takes longer mm-hmm. uh than than we all apparently think. Well, let's keep on um, Well, you know, Jason, mm-hmm. I I think that yeah, we're ahead. I think that we're so tuned into watching the uh, programs on on, oh, yeah. on Saturday mornings. Yeah, the thirty minute housework. Hey, I, I redid my entire kitchen in thirty minutes. Next episode. Yeah. <laughs> so e- even even they're not they're not saying that we see that happening, and we're thinking, no way. Well, this is easy. Okay. Also, also Jason, uh, I know we kind of skipped over it, but mm-hmm. when we asked the question about how long does the average DIYer do, like in research, uh-huh. it's like six hours of additional time. That's not including doing the work that you're actually doing. That's only research. Six hours of research of like YouTube, going to different websites, uh, maybe even calling your buddy who thinks he knows how to do it. You know too much at that point. That's six six (laughs) hours and then you have to go and do the work. (laughs) Well, yeah, and so so yeah, now you're 12 hours in after doing the project. But the thing is and and do understand and don't devalue that. I'm going to have to be honest and say that I devalued those skills when I first started doing uh, home improvement things around the house, handy hubby kind of things. I devalued the fact that, you know, somebody went to school for this. Yeah. Somebody or somebody apprenticed for this for years or journey. Or, you know, I mean, in other words, you know, just because um, a, a a commercial said that I could do this does <laughs> not mean does not mean you can do it. That I have the technical wherewithal to do it. But folks, if it's something that looks as though you ought to be able to establish, in other words, if you've never done anything and all of a sudden you know you want to try putting it on a doorknob, go for it. Sure. Now you can but if someone says, "Hey, there- let's do a driveway," maybe not. There's well, different. There's different hammer scales than yeah. the <laughs> average. Homeowner is is capable of doing right. Um, I mean, we, we we wouldn't pull our own tooth. We can, but no. right. uh, you know, you know those windows I just did. They took vinyl uh-huh. on all three sides, and I cut it all myself with that little hand squeezing right. snip. <laughs> and my hands are literally sore. Yeah, you know, yeah, cutting the, job the nailing fan yeah. off, cutting the. Um, the the signing to fit in between the oh, okay James. okay gotcha yeah. but it was only six right. inches so I had to cut um, okay twenty pieces well let's go ahead and knock out these couple of calls while we can Charles is on the line and Independence what's going on I just have a couple of comments um, I was a roof contractor and also construction consulting for a while and I wanted to say something about the edge metal yes sir um, uh-huh. um, well there's two styles of edge metal there may be more now but there's a style A and a style D. Mm-hmm. 
And the style A is the exact 45 cut, but the style D is the one you're referring to with the J with a little, with a little right. cut. Right. Uh-huh. So that, if they're making sure when they're looking at their contract that they want to put on a style D coming down their rake edge. The style B? Yes, style D D to kick kick the water away from the fascia. Okay. Oh, yes, to have the 45J. Right. And the the other exact 45 cut is the style A. Okay. Um, But the other one, the other roof guy was looking for something. um, I hate to mention any names or anything, but on Facebook, on Marketplace, you might look for Elastomeric. Uh-huh. And um, those products like ER systems, they, may, they might cost like $300 for five gallons uh-huh. for the real good stuff. But you might be able to find them for 50 or 60 bucks for five gallons on there, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. As far as you're talking about the uh, silicone-type product for... Uh... Uh, it's it's like the white uh, white aluminum, aluminum or Right, or right. Mm-hmm. But that's the same thing with, um, you know... Switching over to like RVs real fast. Right. About well, hang on, hang on, just a second, Charles. Uh, we've got one more call on the line that we want to make sure to help uh, answer that call. So we're going to go ahead and get to him. Gary's on the line in uh, Tennessee. What's going on, Gary? Oh, morning. Uh, I had a metal roof installed over shingles, mm-hmm. and they screwed it directly to the shingles. It wasn't raining the day they did it, but that was in a period. There's about two weeks rain before. And I've been having some mold problems around the ceiling. Yeah. I've run dehumidifiers. I had a national company come in and fumigate, and it keeps coming back. And uh, I just ordered some biocide foggers and uh, a chemical to try to put on it. And we live on a lake. Have you got any ideas of how to remedy this mold? I, the, we have to remove I, that roof. I, I think that metal it's roof should breathing. have been put on. Yeah, uh, there needs to be an airspace. Yeah, that's where that the, one by the, four comes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately, uh, and those uh, shingles will never dry because they're gonna sweat out. Right. Uh, you know what, Gary? If if you can, please send us an email, and we'll we'll try to get you a little bit better answer. The the mm-hmm. uh, the email is fixit101 at mpbonline org. Okay, folks. Well, that kind of wraps it up quickly. Fixit101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. For Dell Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech, with Miss Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.